the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Are you ready for the word? Praise him. This is Pastor Pearson of Word of Faith Christian Center here in sunny San Antonio, Texas. Bible-believing, Bible-teaching church where Jesus Christ is Lord and you'll never be bored. I want to welcome all of you back to our radio broadcast and I pray as being a blessing to you and yours. So sit back and relax as I bring a message from the word of God just for you. But please, please, please have an ear to hear what the Lord is about to say. Because if you do, I guarantee that you'll be blessed today. So, without further ado, let me bring today's message to you. It's called, Our Response to the Word. God said in His Word, about His Word, So shall my word be that goeth forth out of my mouth. It shall not return unto me void, but it shall accomplish that which I please, and it shall prosper in the thing whereto I sent it. That's if we respond properly to the word God sends to me and you. If we don't respond properly to God's word, it won't accomplish what he sent it to do for me and you. Although, it could have accomplished everything God sent it to do. That's why we ought to learn the importance of and how to respond properly to God's word. So it can accomplish all that it has the power to do in the lives of me and you. So without further ado, let me share today's message with you. It's called Our Response to the Word. But before I do, I got a question to ask you. Are you ready for the word? Because ready or not, here it comes. Your faith tells you that God will do what he said he'll do. But your love, your knowledge of his love tells you that he will do it for you. The faith tells you that God will do what he said he'll do. The knowledge of his love tells you he'll do it for you. And that's where most believers have a problem right there because they don't believe he'll do it for them. I'm not important enough on God's list to be able to do that. I'm not high on the food chain. I'm not, you know, I'm I'm just a new believer. I've just been in this thing for a short period of time. God ain't going to come through for me like he'll come through for Pastor Pearson. You're deceived. God will come through for you as quick as he will for me, which is as quick as he did for Jesus. Because we are in the body of Christ. We're in his body. And because of that, he'll come through for you just like he'll come through for me. Your prayer is as powerful as my prayer. The only question is, do you believe it? I believe it. Do you believe it? That's the only question. Your word, my words, even though I might say some words that are different than yours, somebody else might say some words that are more eloquent than both of ours, you know, but at the same time, it's not how eloquent you, pre, you, 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 you pray, it's whether or not you believe what you have to say. Do you believe that God's going to do it? That's the only thing that matters. And your knowledge of his love is what will open a door for him to be able to do it for you completely. Because see, faith, let me rephrase, faith opens a door for it to be done, but love keeps the door open. Because circumstances and situations will come and cause us to close the door. Because we don't believe God will really come through for us. Not in this circumstance and situation. But no, God's coming through for you. He said in verse 14, Ephesians chapter 3, verse 14. Awesome prayer that he prays here. He says, for this cause I bow my knee unto the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. Of course, this is Paul preaching and teaching, excuse me, praying this over us. He said, for this cause, I bow my knee unto the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, of whom the whole family in heaven and earth is named, that he would grant according to the riches of his glory to be strengthened with might by his spirit in the inner man, and that Christ may dwell in your hearts by faith, 
that ye being rooted and grounded in love may be able to comprehend, get a grasp with all saints. What is the breadth and the length and the depth and the height and to know the love of Christ, which passes knowledge that ye might be filled with all the fullness of God now unto him that is able that as a result of all of that occurring now he's able to do exceeding abundantly above all that you can ask or think. But it begins with verse 14. For this cause, I bow my knee unto the father of our Lord Jesus Christ, of whom the entire family of heaven and earth is named. Notice he says, I bow my knee unto the father of our Lord Jesus Christ. That still sounds remote because I'm praying it to the father of our Lord Jesus Christ. But I want you to get this out of the literal Greek, out of the actual Greek translation. Now, the part that says our Lord Jesus Christ is not in the oldest manuscripts. It's not in the oldest manuscripts. When you go back to the oldest ones, like, you know, back near the beginning, that this verse, this part of the verse was not there. The actual Greek translation read it like this. Unto the father of whom the whole family is named. Unto the father of whom the whole family is named. See, that's very important. Because that would be like, let's say me and Flew are brothers and stuff. We are, you know, brothers in the most important way. That's in Christ. But let's say me and, bro- me and Flew are brothers. And, 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 and I was to say, instead of saying, hey, man, I'm going to talk to daddy. I would say, man, I'm going to talk to your daddy. See, that, that word your puts distance between because it's not really mine's, it's yours, or it's not really mine's completely, it's yours more than it is mine's. So when they added that part in, it caused a distance to occur that should never occur. Because what the father wants you to understand is that although Jesus is the mediator between God and man, the Bible says that there's but one mediator between God and man, and that's the man, Christ Jesus. There's but one mediator between God and man. That's the man, Christ Jesus. I like that because, see, that stops all that silly teaching about the fact that there's another mediator named Mary. Bible says there's but one mediator between God and man, and that's the man Christ Jesus. Don't get mad at me while I'm teaching real good. There's but one mediator. There ain't two mediators. There ain't Jesus and Mary. No, there is Jesus. He's the only mediator. He even names who he is. There's but one mediator between God and man. That's the man. Is she a man? Disqualified. And the man, Christ Jesus, it says it right there in the book. Praise God. That also, in case you think, well, it says man. Well, what about St. Bartholomew and St. Matthew and St. this and St. that and all these other dead folk. No, they ain't the mediator between God and man either because it names the name of the person. It says there's but one mediator between God and man. That's the man, Christ Jesus. So it can let you know clearly who it is. That that way you don't have to pray to nobody else while you're rubbing on your beads. You ain't got to talk to nobody else. You ain't got to be lighting no candles for nobody else. Come on up in here. You ain't got to be wearing nobody's little jewel around your neck because that can't help you. It'll tarnish, if anything. Are you listening to me? There's but one mediator between man and God and man. That's the man, Christ Jesus. Now, although Jesus is the mediator between God and man who fuses uh, and reconciles God to man and man to God, although he is the mediator between those two, at the same time, when he's praying this prayer, he doesn't want you to see anything between you and, and your father. He doesn't want you to see anything or anybody between you and your father. You got to get this because he's trying to tell you that baby is you and me. I'm praying so that you can get a chance to know that it's you and God, your father, you and the father, you 
and the Father. See, that's so important because, see, when you understand it's between you and the Father, then nothing else can get between that to cause the disconnection to occur so that the power can't flow the way it's supposed to flow. One of the reasons why the power doesn't flow the way it's supposed to flow in most believers' lives is because they don't see themselves connected directly to the Lord. They see themselves connected to a church. They see themselves direct connected to a denomination. I'm Baptist for the rest of the days of my life. I'm just using that for an example. I'm not cracking on the Baptist. Love Baptist people because we're all born again. We're going to be sitting right next to each other in heaven. Praise God. Are you listening to me? Saying, don't miss my point. Point is, is that we're not connected to that. We're supposed to be connected to Christ. Are you listening to me? And as a result of that, he connects us. He's the bond that connects us to our father. And so we're connected to the father. See, this is important because this is personal. Everybody say personal. Because, see, when you truly understand who God is as your father, it changes everything in the midst of your life. It changes. He said, of whom the entire family of heaven and earth is named. That everybody in heaven, in earth that is of God is named after him. Now, we got to go in the spirit on this one. Y'all ready to go in the spirit? Say, I'll go in the spirit. I'll stay out the natural. Okay, and see, this is very important because Satan has effectively jacked up the natural so that this point I'm about to raise is reduced in its importance. But we got to go in the spirit to get it because that's where it originally began, was in the spirit. You will never know who you are as a person of God until you know God as your father. Because the identity of a person of God is found in his father. Is found in her father. Now, the reason why I got to take you out of the natural into the spirit is because in the natural, Satan has effectively jacked up so many families with dysfunctional situations amongst their fathers and or a father that's in house that ain't the man of God that he's supposed to be. Or because of that, he's there's caused perversions and all other kind of crazy stuff in here that Satan has effectively jacked it up the concept of a father to the point that this statement is like, well, I don't need to know who my daddy is to know who I am. Yes, you do. Yes, you do. Yes, you do. That's why Satan attacks the man with everything he got. Yes. That's why Satan keeps every try his best to keep men out of the house of God. Amen. That's why even if they here as boys and young men, he tries to get them to realize I'm just here because of your parents. But once I don't have to be here, you don't have to be here because of your parents, then you ought not be up in there no more either. That's why he doesn't. He fights the man with everything he got. Ladies in the house, say hey. You ought to pray for the brothers like you ought not ever pray before because a man is under continuous attack by Satan in order to not be the person that he's supposed to be. Because if he ever find out who God is as his father, if he ever finds out who he is in relationship to God and not relationship to past circumstances and situations or not even because of their own dysfunctional daddies or or 1-800-are-you-my-daddies. If they ever find out who they really are, then they'll step up and be the powerful people that God designed them to be. It'll become Satan's worst nightmare. A man that knows who he is. A man that's walking in the fullness of God. A man that's walking in the power of God. That's Satan's worst nightmare. It's his nightmare because not only will he affect everything in relationship to Satan, particularly, but it also affect the entire household. Because a woman decides, a young lady finds out who she is by her father, not by her mama. She finds out who she is by her father, not by her mama. That's why the father's name is what's taken on, not the mama's name. Don't get mad at me while I'm teaching. I'm trying to bring it into the spirit. Stay out the natural with me. 
That's why the father's name is what's taken on. The mama's name ain't taken on. The daddy's name is taken on. Why? Because they're going to be named and they're going to conduct themselves after them. The word name in the, in the, in the Greek is the word unima. And it's talking about not only name as in name like we know it, it's talking about character. It's talking about character, which means that character will be formed by their father. The character is formed by the father also. It decides whether or not she's going to be a lady of God or be a slut based upon what her father does. It's one of the reasons why Satan trying to get them out the house is so that they can walk around and, and have their little butt hanging all out and doing other stuff that they ain't got no business doing. But if the man is in the house operating the way he's supposed to operate, then they won't play that game. He'd be like, girlfriend, you're going you to get your tail back up in there and put some clothes on. <laughs> I'm teaching real good right now. It's defined by the man. Paul's praying. He said, man, I hope you find out not only who he is, but I want you to find out how much he loves you. Because if you ever begin to find out how much God loves you, it will root you and ground you in that love that he has in store for you to the point that you will not be blown away by any circumstance and situation that comes up. And one of the things that will happen as a result of that is said right there. We'll read it so that you can see it in scripture. Oh, yeah, he's I, I can feel it right now. Yeah, the man. He wants the man. Satan is coming after the man. Same person that God wants is the person that Satan wants. Because if he could take out the man, he'd have jacked up the family. Are you listening to me? Praise God. That's why he got so many sissified men walking around nowadays because the man ain't been where he's supposed to be doing what he's supposed to do. But that ain't going to be a problem up in here. Come on up in here. Blessed be the name of the Lord. All the brothers in the house say, woo. Listen to all that. Listen to all that. Praise God. Praise God. And that wasn't even everybody. There's still some folk that's rebellious and refuse to say something. Praise God, not follow directions. Praise God. That's why you'll never get into the fullness of what God has in store for you as long as you continue to be proud and do what you think you ought to do. But that's all right. Stay on up in here. This word is going to wash that foolishness up out your head so that you can go on and respond when you're asked to respond. Because when you learn to respond to the man of God, you'll learn to respond to God. Because how can you respond to God who you don't see when you won't do what it is that, when the person that's telling you that you can see? But that's a whole nother teaching. We'll get into that another time. In fact, let's just try that one more time. All the brothers now say, woo. Yeah, it was a little bit louder. Praise God. We're going to get to 100% real soon. Are you listening to me? Blessed be the name of the Lord. He said in Ephesians chapter 3, verse 14, he said, For this cause I bow my knee unto the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, of whom the whole family in heaven and earth is named, that he would grant you according to the riches of his glory to be strengthened with might by his spirit in the inner man. Look, he's just going to grant this to you. That word grant means to to bestow or to give, to bestow. Or to give. He's just going to give you this. Not going to charge you for it. Not require you to go through 15 steps to get it. No, he's just going to give this to you. Why? Because he loves you. And what's he going to give you? That he will grant you according to the riches of his glory. Not according to what you did and did not do. But according to the riches of his glory. To be strengthened with might by his spirit in the inner man. I like that. Like that. Because he said he will cause you to become strengthened with might in the inner man. Strengthen with might in the inner man. That word strengthen right there comes from the Greek word kratos, K-R-A-T-O-S. And it means ruling power, ruling power. This is our code right here. God's trying to give you ruling power. That word also means that which allows you to rule. He's giving you that which allows you to rule. Which means that when God strengthens you, with might in the inner man by his spirit, then he's giving you ruling power. 
Whereas previously, circumstances and situations would come up that would rule you and control you, set your thinking and, or cause your thinking to be changed from what God said to what Satan wants it to be changed to. God says, I'm going to give you ruling power. Such a way was that was on the inside of you is going to strengthen you so that you can rule in the situation rather than be ruled by the situation. Because most believers are ruled by their circumstances and situation. It tells them where to go. It tells them how far they can go. It tells them what they can do. It tells them what they cannot do because it tells them what they can do rather than the word of God. God says the just shall live by faith, by what I got to say. But the problem is, is we living by other things other than what God says. And it's based upon the circumstances and situation. Sometimes these are things that happened in the past. Sometimes these are things that happened with us in the past. Some of the things might not even really be negative. It's just that it rules you and decides how far you can go. But God said, no, nothing else is going to shape your character but me because I'm your daddy. And that's going to cause me to be able to strengthen you and fill you up in the inner man with ruling power. So that when this thought rises up to be able to shoot against what it is that I'm saying that you can't have it, that you can't do it, then you'll have something to be able to pull out and shoot back at it. Are y'all listening to me? I don't know if this is working up in here. Praise God. But I remember, I remember, I remember I was watching this Rambo flick one time. Praise God. And, and it was Rambo 1. You know, they got about 15 Rambos and stuff like that. But this was Rambo 1. And Rambo was walking through this city and stuff like that. And the man, policeman, tried to dog him and stuff like that. And Rambo wasn't playing that. And after that, the guy trying to take Rambo down. But little did he know Rambo was, was, was the man. You know, long story short, uh, they called out the weekend warriors. Nothing, you know, I ain't got nothing against, you know, National Guard, praise God. Thank God for your service to the Lord um, by way of the service to the nation. You know, but at the same time, in this movie, these, these, these weekend warriors, they wasn't serious, praise God. They were just happy to be out there with live ammunition. And so Rambo had dived back behind this, um, this, this, this tree uh, stump, and, and they came up fine. Boy, they was like, -da 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 -da. they wasn't hitting nothing. You know, it's just stuff popping all over the place and stuff like that. They was just, they were just excited to do it. Because after they finished shooting, they was like, woo-wee. They was giving high fives to one another, drinking beer and stuff like that, just having a ball and stuff like that. Because, see, that's all they ever knew. They practiced. So they was, like, shooting that stuff and everything like that. But then right after that, Rambo rose up, you know, in slow motion like the movie would do. He rise up. He said, started shooting right back at him. Man, they dived back behind that thing and their eyes was all wide and they was like, like pulling their helmets down and they was all scared and stuff like that. And I remember the line that one of them said, he looked at the other one and he said, he's shooting back. And see, that tripped them out because see, you got to understand in all their practices, nobody ever shot back at them. But I'm teaching you something about the devil right now. The devil's not accustomed to you shooting back at him. The devil is used to ruling and shooting at folk. He ain't used to being shot back at because if you shoot back at him, the Bible says, if you resist the devil, he'll flee from you. That, that word flee means running, stark raving terror. Running, stark, why? Because he's afraid because they ain't used to nobody shooting back at him. They was tripping out. They're like, he shot back at us. What are we supposed to do? Somebody said, shoot back. He said, I ain't getting back up there. And <laughs> see, Satan done put all these strongholds in your head that's shooting at everything that God said you can have and everything God said you can do. Based on stuff that happened before and stuff that was done before, you don't understand, Pastor. You don't, no, I understand. Get your Rambo butt up and start shooting and start firing back at him because God said, I'm going to give you inherent, I'm going to give you ruling power that gives you the ability to fire back at him. It's time for us to fire back at the devil. Glory to God. But look what this ruling power will do. Glory to God. This fires me up. I don't know if it do nothing to y'all. He said that he would grant you according to the riches of his glory to be strengthened with might by his inner man, by his spirit in the inner man. 
That word might right there is inherent power, dunamis, God's explosive ability. He's going to strengthen you with God's explosive ability. Glory to God in the inner man, in the inner man. So he strengthens you with God's explosive ability. That would be like Rambo coming up, not just with live bullets, but he coming up with explosive grenades and stuff like dang, he just taking them out. Now, he needs, we need to be strengthened, but he does it by his spirit. This is awesome because when God originally created man, he created him by breathing into him the breath of life. He breathed his spirit into him. When man was originally created, the body was a mannequin laying on the ground. What form it took, I don't know. I don't know if it was like laying there like this. I don't know if he was like, you know, peace. I don't know what he was doing, but he was just laying there because it was just a body. Praise God. But then God breathed into him the breath of life. And when he breathed into him the breath of life, he became a living soul. He blew him up just like one of them balloons. Are you listening to me? He blew him up, and that's when he became animated, VBBS 3. That's when he received his divine dimensions. It's when he blew into him the spirit of life, and he came alive. Come on now. Y'all seen, at least in the movies, when folk die, you ever watch how their body sink? One of the reasons why, because it loses the inherent power. It loses the spirit that's on the inside of it, and it comes back down. It only comes back so far. But when life returns to it, if you ever notice it, it it rises back up and stuff like that. That's because the spirit goes in and blows it back up. That's why whenever you see a man or a woman of God with their head down, then you know that they need to be uh, uh, have the spirit of God blown back into them because they're weakening right now. You know, come on now. Many of y'all have bought balloons and played with it, but then came back later. It was kind of like weak and stuff like that. Uh All you need to do is blow it back up. Blow it back up. It'll strengthen back up again. That's why, listen to me. That's why you never sympathize with a person's problems. Let me teach y'all something. You never, ever sympathize with a person's problems. Don't be like, yeah, it is jacked up. Dang. No, you don't sympathize. Come on now. And you don't tell them about how when your stuff was jacked up like they stuff is jacked up. I know what you're talking about. I ain't, I ain't, you ain't, you ain't been able to job, find a job in a month. I ain't had one in two years. It's hard out here. See, that's just sticking more pins in. They, they deflating even more. Dang. What you supposed to do is breathe in them the breath of life. You tell them what the word of God has to say. And every time you breathe into them the breath of life, they'll be like that balloon is laying down like that. And all of a sudden they'll be like, hold up now. Hold up now. They'll be like, hey. And before you know it, their hands is up and they shouting and giving God praise. So when you see somebody with their head down, just blow them up. With the word of God. Amen. Well, that's all the way up time for today. I trust that you are blessed by what the word of God had to say. I hope even more that you're learning the importance of responding properly to God's word. I hope so because it's our proper response to God's word that allows us to receive what it is we heard. It makes what God promised can happen in our lives to actually happen in our lives. So let's learn what we need to do to let God fulfill in our lives all the promises he made in his word to me and you by responding properly to the word he sent to me and you. Let's respond properly to God's word. If you want to hear the message in its entirety, just contact the church office at area code 210-785-9238. That's area code 210-785-9238. Or write us at Word of Faith Christian Center, 1928 Bassey Road in San Antonio, Texas, 78213. We'll be more than glad to get it out to you ASAP. If you're in or visiting San Antonio surrounding areas, come on by and visit us at Word of Faith. We're located at 1928 Bassey Road in San Antonio, Texas, between West and Blanco. Service times are Wednesdays at noon, Thursday evenings at 645, Saturday afternoons at 430, and Sunday mornings at 8 and 11. If you don't have transportation or you're in need of a ride, we'll come and get you. 
We have a VIP transportation service that's available for every service. We'll pick you up, bring you to the church, and then drop you off at home after it's over. Just call the church office and arrange a ride. If you need a ride, we'll be glad to come and get you. And to all the ladies in San Antonio and surrounding areas, if drawing closer to God is what you want to do, I got just a thing for you. We invite all the sisters in San Antonio and surrounding areas to come out to our Blessed Women of God Breakfast Fellowship tomorrow morning. It's an all-you-can-eat breakfast that the brothers from Word of Faith prepare for the sisters of Word of Faith. That's the best breakfast in town. It's one of my sisters that you don't want to turn down. Then after we feed you naturally, we're going to feed you spiritually too with a powerful word from God straight from heaven just for the sisters. That's including you. There's no charge, but a free will offering will be taken. It starts at 9.30 a.m. sharp and it ends at 12 noon. Don't be late. That's if you want to play. Child care is provided at no charge. Need a ride? VIP transportation services available for this too. Ladies, don't miss this awesome opportunity to allow the brothers from Word of Faith to treat you like the queens you are by preparing for you and serving you at breakfast fit for the royalty you are. So come on through and bring a couple sisters with you when you do. You'll be so glad you did, and they will too. So ladies, come on through and let us be a blessing to you at the Blessed Women of God Breakfast Fellowship this Saturday at Word of Faith SA. Don't forget, saints, make sure that you're in church on Sunday. If you're not at work, every child of God needs to be in their father's house on Sunday. There is no substitute for being in the church, fellowshipping with other believers and worshiping God in the house of God. I believe every born-again believer should heartily say what the psalmist said when he said, I was glad when they said unto me, let us go into the house of the Lord. So if you can be in church on Sunday, then be in church on Sunday. You'll be blessed when you do, I guarantee you. And to all of you who've been a blessing to us by sending words of encouragement by letter or email, sharing with us that you're being blessed by the messages and that you're praying for us, I want to say to all of you, thank you. And to all of you who've been so kind to send financial offerings in support of our ministry, we want to say from the bottom of our heart, thank you. Galatians chapter 6 says, God is not mocked. Whatsoever man soweth, that shall he so reap. Since all of you have been such a tremendous blessing to us, writing words of encouragement to us, praying for us, and even sending financial support to us, we know that God's not going to be mocked concerning you. He's going to do what he said in his word that he would do. That is, make sure that you reap what you sow. So we thank God in advance for all the blessings that's coming your way because of your being the blessing that you've been to all of us. May God richly bless all of you for blessing us as we endeavor to do what God has called us to do. That is, be a blessing to a blessed people like you. Once again, thank you for being a blessing. Don't forget to tune in to our broadcast next week for more of this life-changing word we have in store for you. Call a neighbor, call a friend, tell them to tune in. But when you do, know that we're going to ask the same question of you. That is, are you ready for the word? Y'all stay blessed. See you next week. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. 
with in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.